Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. The word cabaret comes from the Walloon word for small room. That should tell you a bit about this age-old art form. It's intimate, sometimes so intimate, it's just a singer and a piano. They might be in a cafe or a bar, but they'll be telling a story with melody and with words. And if they do it right, it feels like they're telling it just to you. The St. Louis cabaret scene has a long history, and this Christmas season, it again has that, quote, small room, a room of its own. It's called the Blue Strawberry. It opened this fall, and it's got a packed lineup in the coming weeks. That includes a special guest from New York City. And here to tell us all about it are three talented local performers who are all going to be a part of that special visit. And first among them is Beverly Brennan. Beverly, welcome to the show. Thank you. We're also joined today by Robert Bragg. Robert, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. And finally, we're joined by Deanna Radicke. She's also a cabaret performer. Deanna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Now, I know all three of you have been singers or performers for a long time, but you're each relatively new to cabaret. Uh, Deanna, what drew you to this particular form of performance? Um, I believe that uh, definitely what you mentioned about the intimacy and having there's no fourth wall, so you you have like this small relationship with the audience, and they are right there with you, and the support of them. When is you say awesome. there's no fourth wall, would you even it's, be interacting directly with sometimes them? Sometimes you do. Sometimes you will have a lyric, and you will point to someone specific, and you will direct it right to them. And and there's this really strong connection. And once you've done that and had that in a in a space, it's it's there's no going back. You love it, Robert. What drew you to cabaret? Well, I've been singing all my life, and, you know, my first opportunity to get really exposed as a singer and a performer in cabaret was part of the St. Louis Cabaret Conference, probably about 11, 12 years ago, and it just changed my life. It changed my way of singing ever since I took that conference and and just got this brand new perspective. You say it's the St. Louis Cabaret Conference. Was this a workshop or... Yeah, it's an annual conference that's held here in St. Louis. Tim Shaw uh, runs that. Um, we have many different educational opportunities in St. Louis. That's one of them. And, um, you know, have been able to work with really wonderful people over the years and kind of develop my craft, if you will. Now, Beverly, not everyone may have a clear sense of what cabaret even is. They might picture jazz or musical theater. It really is distinct. How would you define it? Well, I think it can include jazz and it can include musical theater. The difference is it's sort of a conversation with the audience. And what do you see as the draw there for somebody who's coming out for an evening that they're choosing um, to spend it doing cabaret as opposed to a different art form? Well, I love seeing cabaret, although I'm a theater fan. But if you don't want to go to, you know, to the Fox or someplace and see a great big show and you feel like you would like to connect with someone and get to know someone and experience the music that they love, it's very conversational. And to me, it's very rewarding as an audience member. So it sounds like it really does all come down to that mm-hmm. intimacy. Um, when you're putting together a cabaret show, uh, tell me a little bit about that. Does that end up being something like theater, uh, where there's a plot and you're trying to find a through line with these songs? How are you connecting it? I think that it's very much like a theater piece. There will be a beginning, a middle, and an end. People struggle sometimes, whether the stories come first or the songs come first and you find a story for the song. 
I like the story coming first, having a theme of some sort, and then letting your words sort of come out and fitting the songs into that script. But it's like a little mini play or musical with one person and a piano player. Robert, do you think of that in sort of the same way there? Yeah, I do. And I I really think of it as like an an artist who's creating a painting. You know, the artist has an idea of what they want to communicate. They they choose the colors, the brush strokes. Um, You know, everything that goes into the painting communicates what that artist's vision is. And then the person who gets to enjoy that art uh, is very similar to to cabaret. All those different choices that we make as a, as an artist, the arrangements, the songs that we choose, the order, what are we conveying or communicating to the audience, and then hopefully they they walk away with some of that that message. Now, Diana, one of the songs you'll be performing, and this is at a January 2nd show at Correct. the Blue Strawberry, mm-hmm. it's a duet with Rick Jensen, and yes. it's called After All These Love Songs. We wanted to play a little bit of that song, sure. uh, which Rich, Rick performs on his album with Nancy Lamont. Yes. After all those love songs After all the never-ending rhyme in three-quarter time Take a waltz and go dancing Just slip off your shoes and don't mind the blues of an old sad song And that's After All Those Love Songs, which is a song that uh, Diana will be performing on January 2nd with Rick Jensen. Diana, why is that song, or Diana, why is that okay. uh, duet so meaningful to you? Um, I think that, uh, first of all, the, the first time that Rick asked me to sing it with him was last fall for his special 60th birthday uh, show that he did here in St. Louis. And he had one slot for for a duet, and he said, will you please sing this with me? My relationship with you is special, and this is a really special song to me, and I'd like for us to do it together. So I have insisted that we do it again on January 2nd, which... um, which I hope everyone really loves. Nancy Lamott was kind of cabaret legend and, and really important to Rick. So. And by the way, it's words and music by the it fabulous is. Mr. Rick Jensen. Yeah. And his his whole show on the second is original music. He Correct. writes his own stuff. Yes. Yes. So yes. tell us about Rick Jensen. I understand he is a big deal and that he's based in New York. But for those of us who aren't um, up to speed with the cabaret scene, who is Rick Jensen? He's a uh, he's a special guy. He's brilliant. He's a singer. He's a songwriter. He has won um, eight Mac Awards, which is the Manhattan Association of Cabarets and and clubs, uh, two Bistro Awards. Um, he's done music for TV and movies. A movie uh, with Ed Harris. 
Um, so when we have had the opportunity to study with him at the cabaret conference here, we just adore him. And so he comes back to St. Louis three to four times a year. And every time he does, we all want to make music with him. And 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 he serves as music director for a lot of people here in St. Louis. And, and, and what is the connection between him and St. Louis? You even mentioned he was spending his birthday here. He, well, he came here um, long ago when the cabaret conference first started. And, and he was one of the faculty. And he and uh, one of his music collaborators, Lena Katrakis, who directs many shows for some of us here in town, um, they both came to teach. And so that, I think, rapport was built. And, and he tends to... So the truth is, he lives in New York. He's an up-and-running working artist, but he's a Midwestern guy in his heart. <laughs> he's from Minnesota, ah. and he has sort of adopted St. Louis as his second home. Okay, that makes some sense. <laughs> and it sounds like he's built some big connections here yes. over the years of these conferences and yes. and working with all of you. So tell us about these shows that are going to be going on January 2nd to January 4th. Um, each of you is playing a, a slightly different role. Tell us what, what the lineup is. I can start because January 2nd comes first. Uh, the show is called... Called with a little help from my friends. It's on Thursday the 2nd at the Blue Strawberry. And the show is about um, Rick's, how, how he works. There are several of us that are guest artists. So Beverly and Robert and myself and one other woman named Angie Nicholson will be guest uh, artists in the show. And it's about the conversation that um, he has with artists and singers and that we never really work alone. It's a, an emotional response to music that inspires us to keep creating. So... The title, uh, with a little help from my friends, speaks to that. Okay. My show is uh, January 3rd, and it's called A Night with Day. It's a tribute to my idol, Doris Day. I've been a fan since I was a little girl, not just because of her talent and beautiful voice, but her very American spirit, her ability to reinvent herself, and... Just the fact that she was so sweet and kind and feminine and at the same time really sexy. So <laughs> I love Doris Day, all of her music, all of her movie musicals, and it's a tribute show. Okay, and that'll be on January 3rd. And then, Robert, tell us what happens on January 4th. Sure. I'm doing my show, which is another tribute show, uh, Making Every Moment Count, the music of Peter Allen. So I worked with Rick on this show probably starting three or four years ago. We, we did it several times here in St. Louis, have also performed it in New York and in Chicago. And it's really a special show. It's just magic, the arrangements that Rick has put together for this show and the story that we tell about Peter Allen and his life. For those of you who might not know who he is, he was married to Liza Minnelli. He's a singer, songwriter, performer. Um, he passed away in 1992 um, of AIDS at that time. So um, and before his prime. And did Hugh Jackman um, play him? On, is yes, that on Broadway? The Boy from Oz. So he played Peter Allen on Broadway. But, uh, you know, I do a different take. I tell a little bit of the story of Peter Allen uh, through – you know, through his music, but also kind of how I relate to him and his life. And uh, you'll you'll know some things that you've probably heard about Peter Allen uh, and hopefully some things that you didn't okay. know about about him before. Well, those sound like three just fascinating shows and each kind of with its own focus if, if people are looking for something different to do um, in that first week in January. And since Rick Jensen's visit is part of what makes this a big deal, we wanted to play another song of his. One of the songs that really struck us from his album Spring Harvest is his version of Nancy Lamott's In Passing Years. It seems especially appropriate as another year draws to a close. Let's listen.
Passing years, it all looks the same, and just the names will change. We all will love too many times, but just the friends remain. And so these things I'll say to you over tea. For two on a wasted day, when two friends meet and share, I hope it's you that still cares. That's in passing years, performed by Rick Jensen, who will be here in St. Louis uh, the first week of January, along with the very talented cabaret performers that we're talking to today. Um, Beverly Brennan, you had suggested this song for today's show. What, what about it appeals to you? I think I've only known Rick a short time since 2010 when I took the cabaret conference, but Mike and I have made him a part of our family. He's such a beautiful person and a Buddha spirit. And when he sings in passing years, I just imagine years or even decades from now wanting to still have a connection with Rick. Mm, so it's really a very personal song. Right. Um, now, all these performances are happening at the Blue Strawberry, which we mentioned uh, at the beginning of this. Um, and this is this new venue that's in the Central West End. For people in the scene, how big a deal is it to now have this dedicated cabaret venue? Sure. I, I'm um, really thrilled that Jim Dolan um, and, and several collaborators have Open this new venue. Um, it's always a thing. It's like where where can we perform, and where are the where are the hot venues in town? And and Jim's done a really really nice job of putting together this space. Um, I've also um, am a fellow producer uh, on the cabaret scene, um, and Jim and I have collaborated on many occasions. And it takes a lot really behind the scenes to really put these shows on. And Jim's really been uh, doing a lot of great work, bringing in great talent, making the space available, and really supporting the fine art of cabaret. He also has, I'm sorry, a beautiful baby grand Yamaha piano, a state-of-the-art lighting and sound system, fabulous food, and great drinks in a beautiful space. So it's great. You mentioned food for people who aren't familiar with cabaret. Is this something where um, they'll be pretty much booking a table for dinner? How does that work? I believe so. I think that um, there's a great menu. I'm not sure who the... who the restaurant is that he collaborates with, but the food is fantastic, and it's I see many people go there for dinner right before a show and, and even eat through the show. And, and uh, if people just want to come for drinks during the show, that's also yes, an option. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Blue Strawberry, uh, remind us, where is this located? It's on Boyle. Um, so if you're familiar with where the Gaslight Theater is, it's just right down on the corner. It used to be in the old Juniper space. Ah. That's there, and uh, it's a great space. It's really sort of a has... lovely brick-lined, um, exactly. classic St. Louis space. Exactly, mm-hmm. and the restaurant is all built right into it. You can get your reservations on open table and, and come there. Okay, well, if people want to look into this, it's uh, again, it's called the Blue Strawberry, and we're here with three performers who are going to be performing January 2nd to January 4th. Um, and for more information about that show, just look up the Blue Strawberry, or you can, um, again, listen to this interview that will be on stlpublicradio.org later today. So, Robert, Bride and Beverly Brennan and Deanna Radicke. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having Thanks us. So much. Thank you. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.
Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.